It's time for the Rob Report with Robin A. Highlighting people and things you should know about. Robin's got you covered. Woo! Follow Robin at Robin Ayers. You're listening to the Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Robin's got a lot to talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the sound of sweet beats. We got Cassidy in here. We're not throwbacks. This is for the ladies. We got room keys. Girl, you wanna come to my hotel? Baby, I will leave you my room key. I'm feeling the way you carry yourself, girl. And I wanna get with you cause you're a cute. So if you wanna come to my hotel, all you gotta do is holler at me. Cause we're having an after party. Checking out six in the morning. Welcome to the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 7. So glad to be with you. Glad that you're with me all the time. We are almost at the weekend, Thursday. We're, we're, we're yeah, it's looking up. It's looking up. Hey, I saw the craziest thing. <laughs> I saw the craziest thing. My cousin sent a video from Compton of a tornado. A tornado today. This is on Fox LA. They say they've confirmed it. This is just such strange weather that we're having here. But you know what? Uh, Even though it was raining and sunny, a combination of both, we're still having a great Thursday. And looking forward to our show today as well as tomorrow. If you want to chime in on the conversations today, you can always feel free to do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. You could also join us over on our YouTube channel. And uh, that's always fun. You can do that by following uh, KBLA 1580 over there. And make sure that you're following KBLA 1580 on all of our social media platforms as well. Follow me at Robin Ayers because you should. It's just fun. It's just it's just good fun. Well, listen, uh, it's, it's May 4th. May the 4th be with you. If you are indeed a Star Wars fan, may the 4th be with you. We have a couple of updates that, uh, that I want to share. Ed Sheeran, you know, we just talked about Ed Sheeran, who was in a legal battle with the family of, of Marvin Gaye and the co-writer of Let's Get It On. Well, it looks like Ed Sheeran is, he has won his battle. He was found not liable for infringing on uh, the copyright of Let's Get It On, that the Marvin Gaye song. He actually said that if he was to be found guilty or found to be uh, at fault, he was going to stop doing music. That's actually what he said. But, uh, you know, I guess good for him. He doesn't have to worry about that. And his fans don't have to worry about that either because he is uh, he has been found not liable. So that's a win for him. I don't know how the, the families feel about about this decision, but that is what the court has decided. We also talked about um, Bad Boys 4. That's happening. That's going down. Martin Lawrence and Will Smith have confirmed that Bad Boys 4 is happening. We talked about how Tasha Smith is going to be replacing the wife of Martin Lawrence's character. She's Teresa Randall. And so we talked about that. That was a celebratory thing. All the while, not knowing what was actually happening with Teresa Randall. And now it's been, uh, it's it's come out, a video has come out that has all of her fans concerned. Um, she's, she, you know, she's got gloves on and she's 
sitting on sort of like a walker uh, or wheelchair. We don't know what's going on. I don't even really know what's happening in the video, but it's causing some concern between, um, you know, amongst everybody who is a fan of hers, of course. And this is sort of, you know, people are speculating maybe it's a health issue. Maybe that's why she won't be returning to Bad Boys 4. But we wish her so well. I'm a fan of hers. Uh, I think we'll forever have a place in our heart for Teresa Randall because uh, she has solidified that space with her role on Bad Boys franchise. So we want to wish her well as well. Okay, a good show that we have for you today uh, with our wonderful entertainment contributor who we'll bring in on the other side. But Andy, let's go ahead and get to the Raw Report. Now it's time for a breakdown. Let's break this down. Uh, I told you yesterday we didn't have time to get get to it, but Whoopi Goldberg is, in fact, working on something that I think is going to be so beautiful for her fans and people in that group. We'll go ahead and talk about that, what that is and why people are excited about it, just because it's so different, too. I'm like, go ahead, Whoopi, go. Anyway, we're also going to talk about rapper Cassidy. I'm a fan of Cassidy, by the way. I just I am really a fan of his. But he said he had a very real yet controversial conversation regarding R. Kelly, his thoughts on R. Kelly and the comparison to R. Kelly from people uh, to, to people from the hood, people who he grew up around to to people who we probably grew up around. That's going to be an interesting conversation. And I'm definitely interested uh, to what our entertainment contributor has to say about that. We're also going to talk about once again, this YSL Rico case, we've talked about it before, many times before. Young Thug, who is uh, involved, Young Thug in this entire this entire group, this organization of guys who are all in, uh, in, in a trial. And all they've all been arrested and they're all having their separate trials for this Rico case. But now one of the court-appointed attorneys is speaking up, and she says something that is just, again, yet so real, so relatable, and something, again, kind of controversial. We'll talk about what she said on the other side. Uh, we're going to break that down and see where you, what you think about this matter. I can't wait to go ahead and get to it. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep it locked. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Well, let's go ahead and bring in one of my favorite people to talk to. She always brings so much joy. Uh, please welcome back to The Raw Report, entertainment journalist and all things fantastic, Cheyenne Corinne. How are you, Cheyenne? <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. I, you know, you just always show me so much love. I love the intro. Oh, <laughs> you deserve it, though. You deserve it. You are fantastic. I always appreciate when you call. So definitely thank you Thanks, for that. Girl. Yes, absolutely. So, um... Here's the thing. I, I was trying to talk about this situation or this new project mm -hmm. that Whoopi Goldberg had yesterday, but it was just such a um, a spirited conversation around a couple of other uh, topics that we didn't get to it. But I want to break this down with you. Okay. Um, how cool is it? We learned that 
uh, Whoopi Goldberg, who's 67 years old, by the way. We do consider her an, an icon in our culture. She is oh, yeah. working on a comic book about a grandmother whose powers are triggered by menopause. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, how cool is that? Cheyenne, is this it's something so cool. that I, I feel oftentimes that when it comes to entertainment as a whole, because comic books would certainly be in the form of entertainment, we're mm-hmm. often looking at the younger generation. We're looking at that uh, at that uh, middle-aged people even as well. But we don't really have anything for elderly people, and especially under uh, under a topic like this. What do you think about the fact that she's working on this project? I love it. I'm here for it. And, you know, in her comic, it sounds like pretty much the main character's body is adjusting to menopause. And then, you know, they thought she finds out that she has these new abilities. So what I like about the comic is that it actually shows, like, the power and just the magicalness mm-hmm. of, you know, women and their bodies. And I was actually just watching Oprah and uh, Michelle Obama's new conversation on Netflix. Mm. And they spoke about menopause for a little and how there just isn't a lot of information or even a safe space um, for women to talk about this stage of their life, which is a huge part of their life. And the comic is called The Change, which makes sense because this is probably like one of the biggest changes a woman's body goes through, you Mm -hmm. know, after, you know, they get their period when they're young. And I think that it's a way to, you know, just show the beauty in it and, you know, hopefully also kind of make a lot of women feel more comfortable about it and empowered about going through menopause Mm -hmm. Um, because it can be a very scary thing. Like there's people who, you know, literally like lose their minds going through menopause. Um, So I think that this is a really, really cool thing. And and menopause can start uh, early for some people, mm-hmm. you know, um, like you said, how old is Whoopi? She's, She's 67, 60 67. Yes. Yeah. Some women can, you know, start menopause much younger than that. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll help a lot of people. And I think that it's just really creative. Like, I'm like, how did she come up with this? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I would love to hear the backstory to this. And, you know, Whoopi, Whoopi has been candid about her experiences with with menopause and so many other women that I know, by the way, it's becoming a a much more common topic amongst the women. And we don't care anymore. We're just like, whoo. I mean, I'm I'm not going through menopause, but I know women who are like, I'm having a hot flash right now. They'll just talk Mm -hmm. about it. They'll talk about all the, the issues. But what I appreciate specifically about this is the fact that someone like Whoopi Goldberg, first of all, is putting this just on front street she's like let's talk about it in the guise of a comic book in entertainment wise I like that Mm -hmm. you know I remember when I um had gotten pregnant with my twin twin daughters and I just remember feeling like all these different things I was going through how come nobody talked about this why didn't I know where to go to get some information about this because there were Mm -hmm. like you know kind of secrets I felt like or people it was just sort of maybe not taboo but there were all kinds of things that I did not know and I remember being on a mission and I I stopped the mission um, subsequently but (laughs) I was on a mission to say you know what all these things that I went through especially as a mom of twins and shout out to my uh, my aunt Penny who understands what this is like but when you have twins, you go through something, a, a whole other type of pregnancy. It's 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 that times, you know, whatever. It's different for everybody. But there were things that no one could tell me about and I didn't know where to look for it. So the fact that this is inevitable for every woman, the, this menopausal stage, the fact that they can go somewhere 
and and see someone like Whoopi, who is, by the way, on the cover of this this <laughs> this uh, yes, comic book, which I think is very powerful. Absolutely, very powerful. I love it. I love it. And I'm just thinking, you know, this would be cool for someone like me who can grab it and you know maybe mm-hmm. read read up on it before I hit that stage. So I'm really happy that she's doing this for for those people who are currently in her age group who are experiencing this and then people who are going to experience it in the future for sure. I I, I completely agree. I can't even imagine, you know, twins and I feel like, you know, there wasn't I think that you know generations and stuff before us there was so much um, pride, which some of the pride we need to bring back because some things don't need to be shared. Um, <laughs> yes. But I think that it was just like, so like you said, taboo, you don't talk about certain things. And yeah. like our women's health, our sex education in general is just so poor. Mm-hmm. And I think we know we now are in a time like you can go on TikTok and you can learn so much about pregnancy and you now see women like I never knew that this happened. You know, and it's because now people are like sharing this information openly and sharing their stories. And that helps a lot of people. But that wasn't there, you know, before you couldn't just, you know, talk to a whole bunch of women openly about what you were going through, like how you can now. Mm -hmm, Exactly. So I think this is going to be uh, not only helpful, but again, entertaining and I'm looking to see what she does with it. Hopefully it can turn into maybe some some sort of franchise or something like that. And I think what warms my heart most is that she's going to be speaking to that that generation of people who are mm-hmm. experiencing menopause who are probably going to be elderly or not elderly, yep. but older. Right. So, yeah, uh, definitely. yeah, so that kind of warms my heart. Uh, so shout out to Whoopi Goldberg for that. I do yes. uh, want to go ahead and get into this next conversation because I think it is worth having. Um, okay. It, it, and it's so it's so good because I think we can all relate to it. Rapper Cassidy, we've got a video that I'm going to play um, about Cassidy talking about R. Kelly. Okay. And mm-hmm. and some of the things that he realized some other people around, around the way that he knew were doing the same thing as R. Kelly. Let's go ahead and listen to that clip mm-hmm. real quick. So I'm just happy I got a chance to do that. But with his personal life and all that, I'm not a jury or a judge. I'm not here to like do all that. And me is like my my wife a Libra, so I start learning how to be fair in life. And it's like, <laughs> yo, if you're gonna, I don't got no problem with niggas being mad at R. Kelly. If that's how y'all feel and y'all feel like what he did actually makes you mad at heart, cool. But be mad at heart at anybody that's in that bag. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because right. there's a bunch of niggas. In Yo, my nigga, not even just famous niggas like R. Kelly, just in my neighborhood alone that I grew up in, bro. Yeah. Yo, my nigga, every time all the middle school girls was getting picked up by old heads. Old heads. Like, all the we bad middle school. Every girl that was bad in middle school was getting picked up by some older nigga, bro. Straight up. Like, at every hood. Like, why not? Acting like they don't know. All right. Well, first of all, sorry, we hit it, all these bleeps. Okay, but um, I'm sure you guys could follow that that uh, that conversation that he was having. And then also, I have to give him a shout out because he said his wife is a Libra, just like me. So that means you know he knows how to you know straight up. Now just wait. <laughs> Yeah, my, my mom is a Libra too. Oh, okay. Yes, mom. Yes, mama. She knows what's up. Okay, so so here is the deal. Obviously, uh, this is sort of a sensitive uh, conversation, and it could be very controversial. In fact, it is because there are a lot of people who have things to say in the comments. As we all know, R. Kelly was sentenced to 
20 plus years for uh, federal sex crimes that he was convicted of, including child pornography and enticing minors uh, to sexual activity. R. Kelly has been down in the dumps for quite some time, uh, whether it was uh, rumors and speculation initially, and then obviously it went to trial and he's, you know, we, we all knew what that whole thing was about. But does Cassidy have a point that we knew people, whether it be family members, friends who were doing the exact same thing? And do they have the same energy for their friends and family that they did for R. Kelly uh, once R. Kelly was convicted? I feel like for me, I keep the same energy with with everyone. And yes, there are these men who always plotted on these young girls. And guess what? They need to be in jail. Like, I hate every time we have these conversations. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, this person did that. Or why isn't this person getting the same treatment? And it's like, so what do you want? All of all of the sickles on the street? You know, it's like, well, at least there's one sickle off the street. Mm. So I just sometimes am like when people are like, well, this part, what what would you want as an alternative? Because there's always going to be certain people who get away with crimes. But one person who's preying on young girls off the street, you know, that's a win. And it also was confusing because he said, well, we're not a, ju a judge or a jury. And it's like, we literally are the jury. Like, mm. you like <laughs> you literally are. You are a citizen. That is literally what a jury is made up of. That's why we are chosen for jury duty. So that's <laughs> why we are supposed to actually make these judgments. Because oftentimes we are in charge of someone's um, livelihood. Mm -hmm. And then it was also a little weird because he says, you know, if that makes you mad. What do you mean if that makes you mad? Mm. How doesn't it make you sick mm -hmm. that... Dudes you knew growing up with and R. Kelly were preying on middle school girls. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, you know, someone said, yeah, like the some of them were bad. What do you mean? These are kids. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. people forget that even teenagers, if you're not 18, you are a kid. Mm -hmm. So even when we start talking about um, little girls being fast, you mean they're being groomed. Because that's usually mm. where that's coming from. It's grooming. And, you know, I just think that sometimes it's victim blaming when we have these conversations of like these teenagers were getting in these cars with these older guys because it's the responsibility of the older person mm -hmm. to not do it because your brain is not fully formed. Mm. You know, I think of stuff I did in college and I'm like, girl, that brain was not formed. You know, like. So it's like, I think that it's so chaotic to think that like these teenage girls are supposed to have had like some type of responsibilities and these old men preying on them. Mm. Um, so I just, I just am like, mm -mm, no. Here's the thing. And, and I love where you're going with this. And I agree with you. And I, this is not to excuse anybody's behavior by far. N not at all. Not even close. But I remember when I was in middle school, I remember what it was like just walking down the street and grown men trying to talk to me or uh, just in a circle of friends. I, I had always uh, had a slant towards older people. My siblings were older than I was, you know, so that by nature was going to put me around older people anyway. But grown men knowingly trying to talk to me, grown men knowingly, mm -hmm. and that felt like that was the the climate back then right now mm -hmm. everybody is uh, everybody's so much more aware so much so much more woke so much more uh 
not not sensitive. I'm not trying to downplay it, but it, it rightfully so. More sensitive, but rightfully so. And mm-hmm. We're just more aware. So we call everything out. We we call mental health out. We call um, anyone who is a sexual predator, all of those things, whereas we may not have paid that type of attention to it back in those days. Now, they were still wrong. I just wonder what they all think. You know, it's almost like mm-hmm. people just let that let that slide back in the day. They may have been one of them. They may have been one of the yeah. people trying to talk to these high schoolers or middle oh, they schoolers. Were. That's how yeah. they so much. Yes, yes. And so they you were. you can let that slide. You can kind of just get past that, but then have all this uh, have all this rah rah energy for R. Kelly when he's convicted. And every I feel like everybody's doing that same thing, but they experienced some form of that when they were uh, younger or they knew someone who was older trying to talk to someone younger, if that makes uh, sense at all. I think so. And I think that that goes to like, I know for me, for instance, like because my mom was someone who, you know, for instance, like um, dated someone who was much older, had no business being with her. um, I think that generation to where these things were accepted and certain things may have happened to them. I also think they're really educating us, you know, especially, you know, the daughters and stuff, because, you know, our parents had to go through that stuff. And I think that they also don't want their kids to go through it, too. Mm. So I also think it may also be like society changing. But I think a lot of parents who went through that, they don't want the same thing. Like they want their Mm -hmm. kids to be like, no, you don't need to be dating these men who are you know 10 years 15 years older than you so i also think that i know at least for me like my mom was it was like you're not you can't be with an older man you know right so um (laughs) yeah i also think that some of it is coming from our parents too um well fortunately yeah you know uh similarly and i appreciate my mom so much for uh because at the time i actually didn't know anything was necessarily wrong with it i was always more so told and groomed like you mentioned that you know because i looked older i presented older more mature that that was probably Mm -hmm. just gonna happen that is that is the nature of things you know we're gonna continue this conversation on the other side because i'm not done and plus moby in the youtube chat is actually making some great points i want to get to that on the other side right now we got news traffic in sports you are inside the raw report on kb LA Talk 1580. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Lil Real Howry. Right now, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. That's right. The Raw Report. More of The Raw Report Inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Having a very good conversation right now. If you're just joining us, that, that puts me in a mood right there, Andy. That, that feels so good. Uh, we're having a conversation. We talked about Whoopi Goldberg, of course, who uh, is co-writing 
a wonderful, I believe, project. It's a comic book that is for women who are going through menopause. This comic book itself is uh, about a character who whose powers, whose basically her superpowers are triggered by menopause. I hope that when this comes out, it does very well. I think it's going to be helpful. And if not helpful, it'll be entertaining, at least for a lot of different people. We're now talking about rapper Cassidy, who is who made some interesting remarks about people who we grew up with or he grew up with in his neighborhood who were doing kind of the same things that R. Kelly was doing. We're having a great conversation with our entertainment contributor, Cheyenne Corinne. Let's go ahead and get her back in here. And I want to finish up this conversation with you, Cheyenne. Hey, um, this is this is interesting because. We are talking about a time right now where, yeah, we know we can call it out. We can call a thing a thing right now. And if it's messed up, we can definitely call it that. However, back then, we weren't necessarily looking at at it the way that we do now. Mo B Mm -hmm. uh, says in our YouTube chat, he says there are so many alternative movements when it comes to older men chasing young girls. I knew of a 14 year old in 1997 whose mom chaperoned a date she had with a 24 year old. And he only got that opportunity because her mom's mother knew who the dude was in his profession. Literally, that's the kind of thing that was happening back there. And some parents, when they caught wind of it, would step in like yours and mine, <laughs> Cheyenne, because mm-hmm. my mama wasn't having it. She, I remember my mom nope. finding a letter one time. She was like, who are you calling yourself and who is this to? So, I was like, you know, okay. <laughs> I appreciate that. Out, my mm-hmm. mom found out I was talking to an older boy. She put me in therapy. Like, Oh, wow. Like, okay. Yes. Like, but no, you're tr- it's true. Some parents were groomed, were grooming their kids and putting them out there almost like baby prostitutes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it definitely is. And those, you know, parents should be held accountable as well. You know, all parties that are involved in pretty much, I mean, it's trafficking kids. That's one of R. Kelly's charges. Mm. Um, you know, you're trafficking. Um, and some parents are trafficking their kids. Yeah, it's it's really sad. It's, it's scary. Uh, Mimi says we have to protect our kids. They're definitely predators out there. That's for sure. And we again, we certainly know that now. Fahima says, I don't know anyone engaged in activity to the magnitude of the things R. Kelly did to women beyond dating younger women. Some things are too hor- horrific to even uh, repeat. Now, although I get that point. Of course, R. Kelly has now been convicted and and we've heard about some horrific things that he had been doing. But even down to when he was, you know, we all heard about the stories of when he would go to the the malls near the high schools or the middle schools, go to the McDonald's because that's where all the young kids would go. and He would sort of scope out even to that degree. Wrong is wrong, regardless of all the other horrific things he did. But even to that degree, we knew people who were doing that. Again, I can't tell you how many times I was hit on by older men Mm -hmm. who were driving their cars, who were in college already. And it was just a thing because that's what my older friends sort of told me. They're like, girl, you better date him. Girl, he's got this. He's got that. And I'm like. It was the cool thing. Yeah. that's and, And so in essence. And we were just so stupid. (laughs) <laughs> and naive. And so in essence, I've had my own sort of R. Kelly trying to make moves on me. And I'm sure you, you oh, have as we well. we all have. Yeah. We all have. I told you, my mom put me right in therapy. And mm-hmm. like, what's scary is like during that time, I felt like my mom was being overbearing and, you know, a bad parent. And looking back, it's like, girl, you were tripping, you mm. know? And I think that that's why it's so important like to understand like kids, their brains are like just not fully 
formed. And I think it's yeah. just you can't be like, you know, these girls, oh, they wanted that. These kids don't know what they want. Yeah. You know, they don't know, you know, they don't know what's good for them. Yeah. They really don't. You know, like I said, I didn't college still feel like I did my brain wasn't fully formed honestly you know definitely so yeah I think, and I just and I just think that like sometimes there's this double double standard because you know people say you know there's why don't people keep the same energy and it's like people don't keep the same energy for any crime you mm. know we're talking you know we're we're talking about Cassidy you know you're out here screaming free people who you know were murderers so Absolutely. it's like so I'm just like, you know, in every crime, there's going to be people who get away with it. Mm -hmm. But just because you're screaming free your cousin who's a murderer, we should just let them all out. Mm. You know, there's murderers who are still walking the street right now. And just because they're still walking the street, we're going to go let out like a, a Jeffrey Dahmer or something. Mm. You know, it just it don't make sense. There's For every crime, there's still people walking the street. But I feel like one person off of the street that is like a danger to people is just we have to look at it as a win until we have another solution. Because my thing when people say this is what is the other solution? Yeah. Uh, and I agree with you. A win, as they say right now, a win is a win. Right. So um, mm -hmm. definitely agree with that. Let's go ahead and get to Fahima. She's got a story that she actually wants to tell about this. Hey, Fahima, thanks Ooh. for calling the Raw Report. Hey, Robin. Hi. And hello to the chat and to the people in the YouTube chat. When I was 19, on my way to college, mm -hmm. there was a gentleman who worked for the transit system who wanted to meet my sugar daddy. He wanted me to move with him and be here, and, you know, and he wanted to be my sugar daddy. And I was like, no, I'm going away to school, yada, mm -hmm. yada, yada. Mm -hmm. So I ran into him, like, maybe 25 years later, and I said to him, hey, you remember that proposition you made um, back in the day? Does that offer still hold? He said, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. That was you don't think that's funny? Very funny. When I was when I was nineteen, it was fine. It was but once you were, but twenty five years later, he don't know what you're talking about. Now that you're grown, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And I was willing to wow. consider it twenty five years later. Wow, wow! It goes to show you the mindset of a predator. I mean, like that. I mean, granted, you were nineteen. Um, but you are still young. Obviously, that's young enough to prey on someone and, uh, mm -hmm. and and manipulate someone who, like Cheyenne said, you still aren't even fully developed and formed at that time for many, many young women. But, yeah, how crazy is that? That is that's a wild story. That is that is yeah. that is wild. And that's my thing. It's, I'm sorry. It's always a reason of why these guys want super young girls. It's a reason yeah, yeah. because they don't want the older girls. And it's like, well, why? Why don't you want someone mm -hmm, your age? Mm -hmm. And hey, this this leads right back into it's a whole other conversation that we don't have time for. But it's one of the reasons that so many people looked at Marcus Houston. Why are you dating a young girl like this? Why are you trying to? I mean, true, there are different. There's a, a whole conversation around it. And I'm not only trying to make it sound like he wanted to manipulate this young girl. But there is something to the fact that you are a grown man, 38 years, years old at that time who wanted to date someone who uh, he he said that he met her at 17 years old, but he didn't date her until she was 18. I mean, listen, my hands are off of it, but I'm just saying we run into that situation all the time. And that that may have not even been looked at as predatory back in those days that we're talking about in the 2000s and the 19 in the 1999 and all that. But right now, people raise their eyebrow at it. So, um, yeah, because it's, it's, it's so 
weird. I'm only yeah. I'm about to turn 20, 28. Yes. I don't Ooh. even want to date a 21 year old. Yeah. So yeah. I don't even, like I can't imagine me wanting to date an 18 year old, a high schooler. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, and I, you know, I'm I that's a big difference. It's a big difference. You know, it to is. be almost 30 wanting to date a teenager that. You're like my nephew, you know. Um, yeah, so. it, it is. It's it's a very strange thing. I mean, this is one of those kinds kinds of conversations we can go in all day about. We just don't have the Forever. time. Yeah, um, but I definitely appreciate Fahima and that and that really weird guy who tried yes. to prey on her when she was, um, you what know, younger. World? That was just really crazy. She dodged the bullet. She definitely did. But I do want to <laughs> ask you about this situation here. There is a uh, a, a, a court appointed attorney who is working for that Rico case, the YSL Rico case. Her name is Angela Mm -hmm. D. Williams. And she's basically saying they assigned her to this case. She's a public defender. They are not paying her enough. To, she she broke down the numbers. She's saying over probably about a year that she's going to be working on this case. Over that time, she breaks down how often she's working, how much time, and she's being paid peanuts basically she's being paid dust to work on this case and she thought that she was being uh that that they were going to be advocating for her it doesn't look like they are the georgia uh georgia public defender council was going to be advocating for her and unfortunately it doesn't look like that's happening now here's the here's the gag the gag is she says she may start an only fans page <laughs> because she needs to make money now Please. for those people who do not know what only fans is let's break this down it is an entertainment content subscription service based in london but it's used everywhere the service is primarily used by sex workers who produce pornography but let's be clear not everybody's on there doing sex work uh there's a lot of people who are on there who are content creators they're physical fitness people they're experts they're musicians but when you think Mm -hmm. of OnlyFans, you think of a sexual connotation this woman who is an attorney who's not making enough money says she needs to feed her family is she wrong for trying to set up an OnlyFans or considering it at least no, I, I don't think so. Now, I do think she's wrong for announcing that because okay. it's it's just the professionalism of it. Like the professionalism in this entire um, like trial has just been like at an all time low. So that would have been something I said in the group chat to my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You know, like I may have to get on this OnlyFans. I wouldn't say that, you know, as out loud, um, literally being in. Inter- she was being interviewed, by the way, and like, she said this on the news. So it's like, what are you like, thinking, what? <laughs> woman? Like, what are you talking? Like I, that part is just wild. But I think it goes to like I was having a conversation with a friend. I just think that this country we pay the wrong people the wrong price Mm -hmm. like our lawyers like our doctors like yes they're like generally you know we often think that these are people who are getting paid all this money not all of them especially lawyers Mm -hmm. you know a lot of them are not making these big bucks but they have such an important job they literally it's like they are messing with people's freedom and when people are not getting paid it doesn't matter what you are doing when you it's your livelihood you can't show up and be your best self at work when you're worried about paying the bills so i think it's scary that we have these people who are supposed to be defending you who are worried about if they need to go home and launch an OnlyFans. Exactly. I am scared scared for my freedom at this point. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, No, that's a great point. I don't want anyone who's who's dedicated to me and trying to get me off of my case who's worried about trying to make uh, the ends meet. It's just that's a Mm -hmm. difficult situation.
position for her to be in. But I agree with you, probably should not have announced that to everyone. And I don't know, this is something that we can probably talk about at another point, but is there sort of a a moral clause here? Because I know teachers, there are certain people who have been fired from their Mm -hmm. actual primary job because people found out that they had an OnlyFans page. But listen, even as a teacher, you're not being paid what you should, going back to your point. You need to be paid well to maintain your mental health, right, and the and the and the that well being of yourself in order to care for kids and teach kids properly and so on and so forth. But that's something that we'll definitely get into at another point uh, because we gotta let you go, Cheyenne. And I hate to do it because you're always so wonderful. No, because we were yeah. chatting, we were having good conversations. Exactly, today. I love that for us. Yeah, I love that I for love us that. too. Listen, I love the fact that you can tell everybody where they can find you online. Tell let everybody know. Yes, you can find me on all social media platforms at Cheyenne Corinne. That's C-H-E-Y-E-N-N-E-C-O-R-I-N. You are fantastic. Thank you again for joining us on The Raw Report. And we will do it again next week. Thank you. Enjoy your night. See you next week. When we come forward, we will get to your who's got next and what not to miss. They are good as always. On the other side, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on The Raw Report. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside The Raw Report Report. with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. This is my song. This is St. Harrison featuring Tiana Major 9. It's called Homies and They Got Next. So blind, I forgot about that thin line Like why I Used to look like brother from another mother Now you look like my lover And I just want to touch you tonight I let my emotions Run away with me Yet they got me wondering so many questions like what does it all mean? I think we should have stayed homies Should have never let you in Now I'm in my feelings I really want to go back to being just friends All this confusion, illusion, assuming over and Just stayed homies Should've never let you Never let you in Such a lover girl I fall too quick Put my heart over my tongue And shatters again Holding on to fleeting feelings I miss you but I'll never tweet it When it rains it pours In my head Then I taste your feelings I regret It's hard to stay mad at you 
Major Nine, all the way from the UK. That is a vibe right there. That is a vibe. I love, love, love listening to new artists, listening to um, new music. All, uh, there's a lot of you, by the way, are sending me things, and I truly appreciate that. I, I get DMs and things like that from you guys, and I, I'm always adding to the list. Don't worry. I will play at some point if it's good and I'm feeling it. And if I'm really feeling it, I definitely will play these artists. So I appreciate y'all sending that to me. Um, Yeah, like I said before, may the 4th be with you. I don't know out there if you are a Star Wars fan. But if you are, uh, this is the day that you want to catch up on all things Star Wars. It's Star Wars Day, basically. You can watch all the things Star Wars and the spinoffs and all kinds of things like that. Disney Plus is doing something. You can find it everywhere. Trust me. <laughs> if you're one of those people, I've never been one of those diehard fans of Star Wars, but it's something that I, I, you know, I respect. I respect and I respect those who go hard for it. You know, just hasn't been my thing. But if you are, that's definitely something that I don't want you to miss just because it's, it's kind of cool to celebrate that and, um, you know, bring it in with everybody else who's also a fan. Always great. Yes, Penny Thompson says that. That was a great, uh, nice vibes. Definitely, Mimi, you, she is, we gonna, We need to have a, a, a speed dating service, or not a service, but a speed dating game. How about that? We do something like that one day to get Mimi set up on a date. <laughs> That's going to be the new thing because Mimi wants to find a man. She says that St. Harrison sounds dreamy and she wants to find a man. She could play that while the fireplace is going. I feel you, Mimi, on that. <laughs> That's nice. That sounds great. Uh, it's been fantastic with you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you to Cheyenne Corinne, who is always fantastic. Thank you to Fahima as well for calling in and sharing that story with us. That was kind of wild. Uh, but again, it's something that I, I want to talk about again. I don't like to beat a dead horse. I definitely don't do those types of things. Things, but in in certain situations where the conversation needs to be massaged a little bit more, we'll probably bring it back at some point um, in the future. But listen, tomorrow is Friday. It's another great show lined up for you. Today, though, on the other side, when we come forward, you will hear the amazing Zoe Williams, the voice of reason. A great topic tonight. Uh, astro theology, astro theology talk with Zoe Williams and master numerologist Lloyd Strayhorn. Woo! Sounds like something that you may not want to miss. So go ahead and keep it right there. Listen, I'm your host, Robin Ayers. Remember today and every day forward to be a blessing.
KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.